and welcome to this week's Oxcast, your weekly roundup of all the best events happening in and around Oxford. Today's date is Wednesday the 29th of June and this week Mike will be talking about a children's book festival. Michael will be telling us what's happening on Alice Day this Saturday but first I've got the weekend roundup. First up I've chosen the 35th Peace Fate which is being held at the Clock House on Coles Hill in Farringdon. So they promise lots of curries, circle dancing. Circle. <laughs> <laughs> is it just dancing in a circle? Holding hands, lots of holding hands. Like in Fred. Hokey cokey. Hokey cokey, right, excellent. Uh, cream teas, stools, juggling, workshops, and music. Coles Hill is actually famous for being the top secret training headquarters for the British Resistance or Auxiliary Unit. Very exciting. I see. But it was actually burnt down in 1952, so oh. there isn't much to see. That's not very peaceful. <laughs> not very peaceful. I think that might be why it's held there. Okay. The organisers of this have lots of events happening throughout the year. Um, so that's the 35th Peace Fate at Clock House at Coles Hill in Farringdon on Saturday at 2pm. Next up, I've chosen All Tomorrow's Parties, which is on at the Perch on Saturday at 1.30pm. So this is just basically a big party at the perch. So lots of food, lots of good music. I think lots of local acts performing. So we've got the August List, Little Brother Eli and the fantastic Balkan Wanderers. You can even buy an album with tracks from all these artists on, which is very exciting. My only experience with the perch is on long summer days, enjoying the sunshine. So fingers crossed, the weather brightens up a little bit. So, uh, All Tomorrow's Parties is outlasted All Tomorrow's Parties, the <laughs> festival, which is like, it's called it a day, sadly, this year. So, that's at the Perch on Saturday at 1.30 pm. Um, you can buy a ticket for the whole day for £18 or £15 for a half day. Finally, I'm very excited about this event and I'm planning on going. It's the Haddenham Beer Festival at the Haddenham Community Junior School on Saturday. Beer. Beer. Is that the element of the festival that's making you excited? It might be. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. They have uh, a selection of beer from over 55 breweries, which is just insane. 55 breweries? Yeah. Not even beers? No. <laughs> so I, I don't know how many different beers they're going to have. Um, at least 55. <laughs> I would hazard a guess at. They usually have a lot more, though. Mm. They line them all up and you can try and make a selection. They, they give you a handy little booklet and you flick through and we try and leave tasting notes, but it doesn't usually go well. <laughs> so not like if you go to Nando's and you um, have the bottomless cups and you decide to have Coke, Tango and lemonade all in one go and mix of beers. <laughs> I think you'd be, all of them. <laughs> I think you would actually be kicked out if you tried to do that. <laughs> These people are very serious. None of your Nando's ways in here. <laughs> The Beer Festival is raising money for local charities and it's just a lovely, lovely day. Um, there's lots of live music, ciders if you're not so keen on ale, um, and occasionally there's an amazing selection of gins. I sampled many of them last time. Really? Uh. There's also a hog roast, stone-baked pizza and scotch eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Big day out. Big day out. So that's the Haddenham Beer Festival at Haddenham Community Junior School on Saturday. It starts at 11am and ends at 9pm, but last entry is 6pm. If you buy your tickets in advance, it's £10, and £3 of that is a voucher for a pint. And if you bring a friend, it's cheaper. 
Okay, also happening this Saturday, uh, something of an Oxford tradition, it's Alice's Day. Um, both Alice's and Lewis Carroll's histories being very much um, intertwined with Oxford's. They had the Alice Festival last year for the 150th anniversary of, of the book's original publication, but uh, no less going on uh, at the equally important 151st um, anniversary this year. So if you want to go on, on an adventure of your own, there are a few trails going, uh, you can follow around the city. Story Museum, which is definitely one of the centres of the um, of the day, have released white rabbits all over the city. Have to find that them. sounds like a bad idea. I'm not sure if they're <laughs> rabbits from Wonderland or just from Hutches. I don't think they've just released ram- random rabbits from Hutches, which you have to find. Uh, that's running from the Story Museum. There are Wonderland walks as well, uh, starting at the, the Visitor Information Centre. The different uh, 90 minute walks uh, with Christchurch Meadow Museum of Natural History involved uh, with the author Mark Davies tickets are only three pints I thought I'd mention that yeah. also there's a Pitt Rivers f- uh, family trail if you want to stay indoors they've got lots of Alice related objects in there Western Library also has uh, a few events happening you can visit their display of illustrations of animals found in the Alice stories um, They've got. They always have like excuses to do printing. I think screen printing. Yeah, there. I was thinking that when I was looking through the events, they always have printing there. It is very nice. Like yeah. they had Shakespeare-related things recently, and very Alice-related things this weekend. Uh, so you can make a keepsake on the animal theme. Um, I should say the animals of Wonderland is the overriding theme this year. <laughs> Um, and follow a literary animal trail around the old and new libraries. Uh, also, they've got the, the caterpillar from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland will be there. Um, and you can basically ask for it to dispense wisdom. It's a sort of one-on-one chat with the caterpillar. Um, I, I don't know if it's... <laughs> okay. um, I think it, just, it can tell the future and it tells, basically tells you how to live your life. Um, that's in the afternoon. So, yeah, many things happening at the Story Museum, as I said, including the Lobster Quadrille, um, where people will be dancing the square dance, um, known as the Lobster Quadrille. There's even more dancing at County Hall. I think the same thing later. Really, lots of events. Um, check the Story Museum website uh, so you can plan your day in advance and see everything there is to offer. Yeah, a couple of street performances as well um, in Radcliffe Square, Spanish company, Teatro New bring out a giant Alice uh, into <laughs> into this <square. laughs> Um yeah she's she's grown um, <laughs> and present a, a story in movement and then Tree of Life is happening on Broad Street not the Terence Malick film of the same name uh, but uh, a dance performance from uh, which is part of the Oxford Science Festival falling down the evolutionary rabbit hole Check out our uh, Alice's Day page, which is dailyinfo.co.uk slash alice's day um, and storymuseum.org.uk for the full details. In light of the recent referendum decision, we wanted to show our support for Europe and Europeans in Oxford especially. And we're very lucky um, because, as I always say, we're a very special town (laughs) uh, in that we have a lot of diversity here and a lot of events that reflect that. And we're really lucky in how many cultures you can go and access and communicate with and come together. And it's excellent. So I'm going to give you a quick roundup of some events this week, uh, but also some continuing ones that happen all the time. 
So if you fancy practicing your languages, learning a new one, or perhaps you are a speaker of a language and uh, fancy speaking with some other... There are loads of events in Oxford to help you out with that. Uh, so there are a couple of regular ones. Uh, every week there is Conversazione Italiana, which is 3 to 4pm every Saturday at Biongiorno e Buonasera, which is the, uh, the Italian, Italian food point mm-hmm. in Gloucester Green. Um, and there's also the Oxford Language Exchange Club at the Red Lion in Gloucester Green every Sunday at 5pm. Uh, this week is a special one because on Thursday there is a Dutch Flemish meetup uh, from 8 to 10 pm at the Lighthouse. Cool. Yeah, and if you fancy getting your kids involved, every Friday morning at Summertown Library there is a Spanish sing along at 10 30. Uh, I saw those guys doing the same thing as a workshop at Wood Festival a few weeks ago, and it's lovely. It's um, very interesting to see how many children are so good at Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> and they get nursery rhymes and they teach everyone the words and point things out as they go. So you do learn, but um, it was lost on me, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh, but we're also very lucky to have lots of uh, music from Europe in Oxford, especially at the James Street Tavern, which is a hotbed of uh, folk sessions. So on varying days of the week, we've talked about them before, but there are Breton nights, Galician nights, Scandinavian nights. Uh, which are on Mondays, sometimes it was Wednesdays, sometimes other nights of the week. <laughs> it's worth checking out on our side for that. Uh, and there are also the Irish sessions at the Half Moon on Sundays, of course. And if you fancy more Irish culture, every Tuesday at the East Oxford Community Centre, there are Irish dance lessons for adults. Hurrah! Uh, so specifically 16 plus, and they are from 6 to 7.15 and 7 to 8, presumably different skill levels. Michael, have you ever done Irish dancing? Not professionally or... Uh, usually when people say dance and I do um, <laughs> does that happen a lot? It, surprisingly yes can you Irish dance and then for some reason I just do it you just have it's to just in your blood you just have to deactivate the top half of your body and you know keep entirely still and then just your legs freak out and if you fancy learning languages more formally there's always Lyon Francaise who we spoke to a couple of weeks ago or the uh, University Language Centre which is at the end of St Giles or um, just found out you can learn Arabic formally at the uh, New Islamic Studies Centre which yeah. is their new enormous and fantastic building on Marston Road Cool So yes go and visit some <coughs> scleps on the Cowley Road or um, yes show our European friends that they are most welcome So for this week's theatre I've chosen Creations Production of A Midsummer Night's Dream Michael and I were fortunate enough to get tickets for it last night, and it is amazing. Hurrah. Toots lols. <laughs> Many lols were had. I was fortunate enough to grab 10 minutes with Simon Yaddy, who plays Bottom in the production, and asked him how he gets into character. Well, the thing about Bottom, is, which is why I think he lasts down the ages, is that he's an actor. You know, he's a, sort of, he's a, a keen amateur dramatics figure, and I think they were funny in the 17th century they're funny to us now and I've worked with a lot of actors and I've been an actor for a while and you sort of take on bits of yourself and bits of other people that you know you know but the thing about Bottom is he's full of joy he loves being in front of an audience and so it's about unleashing that you know there's a lot of things that come with performing in front of an audience you can feel nervous about things or or anxious but actually I think inside every actor there is something that says I want to do this and I want you to to come and watch me. Yeah. So it's about unlocking that bit of myself and running with it and being pleased to see the audience and happy to be performing. Mm. So do you share any of the other characteristics that uh, Bottom displays? Uh, I'd like to think I've got a bit more self-awareness <laughs> uh, and that I may be a bit better with my fellow actors. <laughs> but um, 
I think there's a bit of bottom in everybody, really. <laughs> but I think, you know, because I think there's something very uh, childlike about his enthusiasm. That's why I love him, mm. is that he just can't wait to do everything. Yeah. Um, to his own detriment. But it comes from a good place. You know, it comes from uh, a naivety and a sort of celebration Listen of life. This is a full Artscast Extra interview to hear more about the production, who Simon would like to swap roles with, and which character from Shakespeare Simon would like to play the most. Works in all weathers, all ages. Yeah, it's just fantastic. So it's part play, part quest, part treasure hunt, and just a little bit of crystal maze. Just a tiny bit. Tiny bit. Definitely worth it. I want to encourage you to go see this without giving too much away because it's really worth going to while the opportunity's there. Uh, tickets are £24, which may seem a little steep, but a drink is included and it's definitely worth the money. That's Creations, a Midsummer Night's Dream, uh, showing until the end of the July. And mm-hmm. Tickets are £24. So everyone knows Blackwell's The Bookshop the enormous building on Broad Street. Uh, so there are five kilometres of shelves of books. Yeah. That's so many books. But they also do loads of fantastic events because in that space they have plays and things, but they have loads of author talks and book launches and great things. And this year is their first children's book festival. It's being held at Millet's Farm, not at the shop, uh, which means it's more of a family day out, which will be lots of fun. It's themed as Tales from the Farm. So it's running Saturday and Sunday from 10am to 4.30pm, so... Just head on down and there'll be loads of stuff there all the time. Uh, story times are 10 o'clock, 12 o'clock and 2 o'clock uh, with various authors that I regret to say I have never heard of. <laughs> but if you're into children's books, then you may well have done. <laughs> so check out the website to find out more about that. But there are loads of little fun events going on too. There's a Where's Wally going on all weekend. It's real life Where's Wally. There's... So you have to hunt down Wally? Yes, This yeah. is great. <laughs> not too aggressively, Probably I hope. Not, yeah, you can pick it Covering in stations, which their blurb says, relax the mindful way, but don't go over the lines. <laughs> <laughs> That's a aggressive suggestion, so I didn't enjoy. There's a bookseller fruit machine, uh, writing a book review, a story cube station, so everyone loves writing their own stories and you go and make one together and whatever. Mm. Design your own plant pot. And then there are some other special things. So on the Sunday at three, there is Happy Birthday, Mr. Dahl. Uh, there is no better way to celebrate the birthday of the world's greatest storyteller than with a fun-packed activity session exploring the world of Roald Dahl. I'd agree. No, I can't um, really think of any better way. No, no, no. That's that for him, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was that for him for a while ago. He's dead, yeah. Uh, RIP. So it looks like lots of fun. Millet's Farm is a lovely place with lots of fun activities anyway. How many kilometres of shelves do they have there? I hear it's five! <laughs> Not. So go to that. So music now, um, and a delicious event, um, which is more than tangentially Oxford-related. So amazing reggae collective, Easy Star All-Stars, are coming to the Bullingdon on Monday. Okay, so New York-based reggae-slash-dub collective. Where's the Oxford connection? I hear you ask almost audibly. <laughs> um, well, the All-Stars are most famous for their amazing reggae dub recreations of classic albums um, in different styles. Um, they started off their career with Dub Side of the Moon and their next album was Radio Dread which is celebrating the 10 year anniversary of the, um, and it was Radiohead's OK Computer translated beautifully, like seriously nicely into reggae and dub. I was slightly sceptical until the first track, that's how long it took um, <laughs> when you hear um, legend Horace Andy sing Airbag 
mellifluously. And Tom York particularly loves their version of Let Down, which is by Toots and the Maytals. Mm. Additional legends. Um, it's yeah, it's a it's weird. It's a, a tribute that the originators actually enjoy. So excellent. Who knows who might be in the audience just enjoying (laughs) 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 Tommy York's Ideal Night Out. Let's go and listen to that album we've made in reggae form. (laughs) (coughs) It could happen. Who knows? They may also be touching on (laughs) the rest of their recorded output, which includes um, Easy Star's Lonely Hearts dub band. Anyone? (laughs) Anyone? Uh... Exactly. It's the Beatles, you're right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm definitely not going to do an accent because that would be terrible. Thriller. But yeah, um, much more than a novelty act, really uh, great recreations of really great songs. Um, this is Easy Star All Stars. Ten years of Radio Dread being celebrated on Monday at 7. Uh, tickets are 17.50. Well worth it. Say hello to Tom York for me. So as I'm sure many of you will have realised, it's the 4th of July on Monday. This event isn't on the 4th of July, it's on Sunday, but it is American. (laughs) So uh, this is a chance to see Oxford's very own American football team, the Oxford Saints, playing at home for the first time in ages, I'm informed, at Tilsey Park in Abingdon on Sunday at 3pm. So Oxford at the moment are top of their league and... This Sunday they're playing the Bristol Apache and if you want to have a taste of what American football is like I would really recommend watching their trailer on their website. I think you'll very much enjoy the music if you like Michael Bay films. Um, So tickets are £2 which is an absolute bargain. Mm. Uh, Get your American fix by seeing the Oxford Saints at Tilsey Park in Abingdon on Sunday at 3pm for £2. This weekend is the Oxford Food Symposium, which is a proper academic conference mm. slash feast that <laughs> happens every July. And this weekend is the 8th to 10th and it's happening at St. Cat's College. Uh, it was founded by Alan Davidson, preeminent food historian and author of the Oxford Companion to Food, and Dr. Theodore Zeldin, uh, the celebrated social historian of France. Uh, <laughs> the, the, only one. the only one, yeah. The other ones <laughs> the are not celebrated. No, no, of course not. It's been happening since 1978 and they have various themes every year. And this time it's Offal, despised, loved and discarded. So Offal apparently has a few different definitions. It can mean animal organs, but it can also mean just discarded food and bits that don't want to eat. So ah. it's, it's just the, the, the non-prime cuts, really. So they've extended it to include misshapen veg. And it's going to be an interesting conference because, because they'll be looking at all the environmental impact of wasting things. They'll be looking at how Offal is used, but they, you can also look at it from the anthropological perspective and food in culture and how different cultures cook food, how they think of eating Offal all the superstitious beliefs like eat a brain that'll make you clever eat a lion's heart it'll make you stronger mm. that kind of thing so it will actually be a very interesting thing yeah. and there'll be lots of food there too um, I think you can still register for it although it's quite late now so check out their website for that but to coincide with it G's restaurant which is on the Bamboo Road uh, are holding a Legends Awful Dinner uh, so the legends in question are Simon Hopkinson Jeremy Lee and Roly Lee who are legends of offal, perhaps? <laughs> uh, and they're going to be showing off how offal can be used in really, really cool dishes. So, to read the menu out to you, 
Uh, it starts off with canapes of Crostini di Fegatini, which is Crostini a little bit like bruschetta, and uh, they're the traditional thing for spreading pate in. Uh, so uh, Fegatini is the chicken liver pate. Mm. So that looks very nice. Uh, then the sharing starters are yakitori duck hearts, mm. deep fried sweetbreads with sauce grabiche, dry salted pig's liver, radishes and quail's egg salad, Whoa. beef tripe with spring onions, ginger chilies and coriander. Whoa. And then, oh, we're getting an interesting look from Katie here. Just the word tripe. Yeah, the word tripe. I've never had tripe. It looks weirdly fluffy, doesn't it? But you did say it quickly enough that it sounded tasty. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move past it onto the other stuff. There in the main, we've got ox tongue and zamponi uh, with some other stuff. And then the pudding is vanilla buttermilk pudding, which perhaps isn't offal based. But... um, (laughs) But that should be good. Uh, the, uh, and so Mr. Mogford, who owns cheese and a few other restaurants, will be quizzing the chefs on their awful experiences and how awful can be used. Um, so it's next Friday the 8th and it's £65 a head. Book now! <laughs> and go to it, then. Go to that! <laughs> Round up with some things that are coming to cinema screens near you now. Um, I've chosen a couple of pretty much polar opposite <laughs> cinema experiences. Firstly, coming to the Phoenix on Saturday is Notes on Blindness, uh, which I find quite hard to describe in the past, so let's have a go. So John Hall uh, was a scientist and theologian from the 80s who, with his uh, encroaching blindness, uh, took all kinds of documents of the experience and would write about and record um, what was what was happening to him, often in very poetic and scientific ways, which is which is kind of cool. And um, and the film is sonically a documentary, but visually a reenactment. So it uses his original voice recordings, um, and in like an intentionally slightly unsettling way, the actors are lip syncing like imperfectly along to um, along to the soundtrack. Uh, it's critically very well received. Um, see five stars in the Guardian Special Jury Prize at the San Francisco Film Fest, um, and it's based on an Emmy-winning short film, maybe slightly weirdly starring Dan Renton Skinner, who you may know from High Rise, but probably from being Angelo Sepetimiu <laughs> from Shooting Stars <laughs> and other things uh, behind a massive beard. Yeah, so the film uses lots of um, cool methods to kind of put the viewer inside inside his head and experience a visual expression of what it is to lose your sight is sounds quite, pretty difficult to achieve but um, is um, done very beautifully uh, this um, in tandem with the film there's a VR experience which they've um, which they've been working on has been um, it's got really great write-ups in its own right and this is happening in the in the Phoenix as well from um, uh, throughout the course of the afternoon so VR experience from 12.30 to 6.30 the film at 2 um, go have your mind blown an entirely different and equally fabulous in fact maybe more fabulous <laughs> <laughs> way um, absolutely fabulous the movie Yay! It's, it's called the movie is at last I don't know if, ever, if we actually ever thought it was going to happen but it no, has. Yeah, it's amazing that it has actually happened after how many years of no ab fab. Yeah, it started so it started twenty five years ago, right? Gosh. On on TV, and the entire original cast are still there. Like they're still alive. It's firstly amazing. <laughs> <laughs> June Whitfield is still alive and <laughs> very much there. Um, it's all the usuals, but a cast list longer than anyone's arm actually. Uh, <laughs> 
Including, here we go. Just, 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 ima- just imagine what happens when these people get together. Rebel Wilson, Barry Humphreys, do you now? Yes. Mark Gatiss, Perez Hilton. What? Um, John Paul Gaultier and Stella McCartney. Of course they'd be in it. Christopher Biggins, natural company what? for them. <laughs> Tiny Temper, a Spice Girl. I won't give you away which one. <laughs> Jeremy Paxman. <laughs> Bruno Tolioni. Lulu. Of course they'd all be involved. And uh, most notably, Kate Moss is um, appearing and very happily agreed to be involved uh, before she realised she'd be killed off early on <laughs> in the, uh, as a, an important plot point. So it looks fantastic. Um, if you saw Joanna Lumley and Jennifer Saunders on Graham Norton, um, the band was mighty and, uh, <laughs> and they're still sharp and hilarious as ever. So that bodes well. Um, it's... Um, absolutely fabulous the movie is coming out I think everywhere um, from Friday at the Odeon View and Phoenix make sure to follow us we're on social media at Daily Info Oxford and we're on Facebook Instagram and Twitter for full listings of all the events check out our website dailyinfo.co.uk and also the Alice Day page and hear all about the curious curiouser frabjous and fabulous events going on in Oxford um, download and subscribe to the podcast from your favourite podcast provider. 